Welcome to the Tech Funnel Roundtable, where we are decoding technology and marketing trends and topics for progressive professionals. This podcast offers interesting interviews, actionable tips, and creative insights to help you grow, create, and innovate far into the future. Now here's your host, Danny White, and today's special guest. Hello and welcome to TechFunnel.com's interview series. My name is Danny White and today we have the opportunity to talk to Joel Kahn. Joel is the New York Times bestselling author, blockchain enthusiast, podcast host, professional keynote speaker, social media marketing strategist, technologist, brand influencer, and futurist. With over two decades of experience harnessing the power of the web, publishing social media and mobile applications to expand reach and engage in active relationship marketing, Joel is a sought-after public speaker who leaves his audiences inspired, entertained, and armed with strategic tools to create highly effective new media campaigns. His latest project is as co-host of the Bad Crypto Podcast, a top cryptocurrency show making the future of digital payments easy to understand. Welcome, Joel. Thanks for joining us today. Well, thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. Awesome. So let's talk a little bit about blockchain. Um, You're the co-host with Travis Wright of the Bad Crypto Podcast, certainly the world's best cryptocurrency podcast. Tell us about the podcast itself and how you got interested in blockchain and cryptocurrency. Uh, Well, thank you. You know, I went down the crypto rabbit hole just a little more than two years ago. I've always has been what I call a functional futurist. And that Mm -hmm. means that I like to play with all the various technologies and toys. I tend to, based on my curiosity, get there first. And when I find something that fascinates me, I I dive in. And in the case of blockchain, when I really went down the rabbit hole with my friend Travis Wright, Mm -hmm. uh, our discussions daily turned to blockchain until one day he jokingly said to me, when are we going to start a show? Uh, And the moment (laughs) he said it, I thought, hey, let's do that. Let's just, you know, let's take our conversations public and let others discover this crypto blockchain world along with us. Mm -hmm. And turns out that that really resonated with people because I guess a lot of the podcasts at that time were talking over people's heads. And we just, you know, we speak regular language and, you know, we like to have fun. So we, uh, we have a lot of bad dad jokes, you know, in our, in our show. And uh, it'll be two years in July already that uh, the Bad Crypto Podcast has been airing. Wow, that's incredible. So what is it about blockchain and Bitcoin that has people so intrigued? Is it the decentralization aspect? Is it trading and exchanges? What, what is it? I think it's that and so much more. You know, we're at a place where people are losing faith in the world financial systems. Mm-hmm. You know, fiat currency is is something that has not worked out to the uh, the advantages of the public as our dollars are worth less and less every mm-hmm. year and the governments of the world just run the printing presses and create more. Uh, you know, crypto, Bitcoin and, and other currencies are uh, a way to empower the people again. And the scarcity of them means that we know what the actual supply is. Mm -hmm. You know, we live in this digital age where we're using a lot of digital payments anyway. A lot of people are using, you know, PayPal, old world versions of transactions are going away. You know, people don't carry as much cash anymore. They definitely don't write as many checks anymore. And, you know, we're used to transacting with the swipe of a credit card. But if we empower the people with blockchain technology, that is more secure, that is more reliable, more efficient than our current financial systems, I think people are going to be quick to adopt it. And, and it's magical internet money. You know, it's just it's <laughs> a lot of fun. 
Yeah, absolutely. Eager to learn more about optimization and data for acquisition, monetization, retention, and engagement? Join us at the Merit Direct Marketing Experience, March 11th and 12th, 2020 in Austin. Details at MeritDirect.com. So you note throughout the podcast and in your writings that blockchain is one of the most disruptive technologies that will change the future. So how is blockchain set to impact the future of technology? I think we're going to see more disruption for with blockchain in just about every vertical that's mm-hmm. out there. You know, I, I was there when the first websites were built. In fact, I built my first one in 1995. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, this is going to revolutionize everything. People are going to be buying and selling online. And I remember when they laughed at Jeff Bezos for selling right. books out of his garage. And Absolutely. I thought, nope, he's, uh, he's on to something here. And I rode the first internet wave up. I rode the bubble down when it burst. And I rode mm-hmm. it back up again the second time. And of course, fast forward a couple decades, and the internet has changed the game completely mm-hmm. multiple times. And I think blockchain is going to do the same type of disruptive thing, only it's going to um, approach even more verticals than we've seen with what the internet does. You know, supply chains are going to be disrupted, payment and financial systems, tracking of all kinds, anything with contracts mm-hmm. that are involved are able to use blockchain. And I think there's a lot of companies that are very quietly, if not publicly, exploring how do they adopt blockchain technology into their business models. Mm-hmm. You've always been really entrepreneurial throughout your career, which has been interesting. Starting out as a mobile DJ, then creating classic games and selling it to Yahoo back in 1998, seems so long ago. Um, Creating iFart Mobile in 2007, which became the top app in the world, and then moving into the world of marketing and writing. What kind of got you on this path to begin with? Uh, you know, I think it's a curiosity. My, my most recent book is called The Fun Formula. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, curiosity, risk-taking, and serendipity can revolutionize how you work. And in reverse engineering my successes, I've discovered that when I'm following my own curiosity, when I'm not trying to fit into the, the model of what the world says I should do and who I should be, mm-hmm. when, I, when I have a mindset of you know, being playful and following what interests me and I'm willing to take risks, I, I find myself in new arenas that I really never expected. You know, if you would have told me two and a half years ago that I would have a fascination with Bitcoin and blockchain and create a podcast that would be one of the top shows in the world, I'd say, mm-hmm. what? But, <laughs> but I never see it coming. And I think that's the beauty of it. You know, a lot of people are told that they need to have a one, five, 10, 20 year plan. Yeah. And honestly, I can barely see into, you know, next year. Right. And, and even then the plan is flexible because life throws you all kinds of curveballs and you never know what's coming next. So I think, you know, I'm here doing what I'm doing because I'm open to the new possibilities and I don't have this, this set, you know, predetermined direction that I think I'm going to head. Awesome. Um, in your book, Twitter Power, which is now in its third edition, you discuss some of the best practices for building one's brand on Twitter. How has Twitter evolved over time, especially when it comes to business branding and engaging customers um, since your first book came out, the first edition? Well, you know, when Twitter first came on the scene, it was it was really novel because it allowed people to get their message out in a micro blogging uh, style 
that allowed for quick engagement and interaction between mm-hmm. individuals and between businesses, you know, and brands and individuals and, and with celebrities. Uh, you know, it's unfortunate that there won't be a fourth edition of Twitter Power because I've I've lost a lot of faith in their uh, their their free speech uh, is mm-hmm. it used to be, and the community is uh, it really ends up stirring a lot more dissent, I think, mm-hmm. and. You know, it's really unfortunate that social media has kind of gone the direction it has because I feel like it's probably divided us more than brought us together. Right. Uh, And I wish I could say something more positive about it, but (laughs) it's still important for brands to be present there Mm -hmm. uh, because it is where the people are. I think if those brands avoid getting into controversial issues, some of them are doing that now just to divide and to polarize so they can get attention. But I think ultimately that isn't a good strategy. Is there a top social media platform that you prefer over Twitter or some of the others? Well, I don't, you know, I'm not a fan of any of the big ones anymore. I think Facebook is uh, suffering from some of the the same problems. Reddit also, it's Mm kind of like an echo chamber. I'm really looking forward to the newer decentralized apps that aren't very popular yet, but I believe Mm -hmm. that they will be, uh, you know, such as uh, Bravo, uh, for example, is an app that is a decentralized version of Yelp, where, Mm -hmm. you know, you can't game uh, the reviews. We've got minds.com and, and uh, others that are decentralizing Facebook style or Reddit style social media. And one of these is going to rise up and become the big disruptor that uh, Facebook or the uh, Twitter doesn't see coming. And so again, I'm playing in a lot of different sandboxes here and I, I try a lot of these different applications. Some of them have some really great promise. Awesome. What helps you to be productive in your daily life? And how do you schedule your time each week to fit all of this in? Well, amazingly, I'm not nearly as busy as it appears that I am. (laughs) I do play quite a bit. I think uh, lifestyle is more important to me than how much wealth I can accumulate. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I've made a lot of money. I've lost a lot of money. And I've realized that money really doesn't bring you joy Mm -hmm. um, and happiness. You know, once you can pay your bills, how much is enough? And so for me, my guiding principles are the people in my life and the experiences that I have. Uh, It really is a carpe diem style Mm -hmm. mentality. The only things I schedule are the things that need to be scheduled. For example, (laughs) this interview, right? (laughs) Right. Wouldn't happen uh, unless we put it on the calendar. And so I, I do calendar out appointments and interviews mm-hmm. and uh, potential you know, business dealings. But other than that, I remain really open. I, uh, I kind of do what I feel like I need to do on any given day. Mm-hmm. No two days are the same. I don't see weekends like a lot of people do. You'll never right. hear me say, oh, no, I've got a case to the Mondays or it's mm-hmm. hump day or thank God it's Friday because the... It, there are no days that are the same to me and I might work all day on a Sunday and not do anything on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, I try to follow my own energy and either when something has to be done uh, because I've committed to it or when I feel like I've got the energy behind it to be productive, that's when I take care of business and that's worked out really well for me. 
Awesome. Very much a free spirit. Um, that leads to my, my next question. Um, and so last year you released a really interesting book titled The Fun Formula, which you mentioned earlier, about just avoiding the daily hustle and bustle of life and this hustling grind mentality and really right. focusing on what makes you passionate, being curious about the world around you. How do you define fun and what does it impact? How does it impact your work and your life? Well, see, I don't differentiate the two. If my work isn't fun, then mm-hmm. I'm not doing the right work. A lot of people separate that. And I feel like your work, uh, you know, look, first of all, I don't want to diss on anybody that mm-hmm. is, you know, working three jobs because they're a single parent and they need to, you know, put food on the table. That's right. not what I'm talking about. I, I get that. I'm talking about those that have the choice and the options and end up getting caught in the trap of just mm-hmm. pursuing material goods. I think that when you're following your your own passions and what you're interested in, what you're curious about, mm-hmm. that's where the the magic happens. And so finding your fun is a very personal thing. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, people will turn to somebody like Gary Vaynerchuk and say, well, so you're against that because he's all hustle and grind. And I say, right. no, Gary is following his fun. Mm-hmm. That is him, but it's uniquely him. Mm-hmm. And when other people try to replicate that and duplicate wh- what he is, they're leaving themselves out of the equation. Of the equation they're, they're, yeah. they're trying to be somebody else, and it's mm-hmm. not true. And and ultimately, I think for most people, the hustle and grind mentality is going to be detrimental because um, you're going to sacrifice time with family, friends, experiences. Life is short, and none of us know how much time we have. And if we're just building to make money, Mm -hmm. we might just be going down the wrong path. Absolutely true. Um, Joel, it's been incredible to talk to you today. Where can people find out more about your uh, work? Uh, Joelcom.com is my main site. And I'm at Joelcom everywhere in the social space, including the decentralized sites. Awesome. Sounds great. Thank you so much for joining us today, Joel. We really do appreciate your time and for sharing all of your amazing insights with us. My pleasure. Awesome. Thanks, guys, for listening to this interview. For these and other interviews and topics, you can visit us at techfunnel.com. Thank you. For more information on today's topic, head over to techfunnel.com. Be sure to listen and subscribe to other great episodes of the Tech Funnel Roundtable. You can check out our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google Play. While you're there, be sure to like us, review us, and subscribe to us. Don't forget to check us out on social, Facebook at Tech Funnel Online, Twitter at Tech underscore Funnel, on LinkedIn at Tech Funnel, on Instagram at Tech underscore Funnel underscore Online, and on YouTube at our parent channel, Bython Media.